Hi everyone, Jamie here from Batball Podcast and this short segment I'm going to talk to you about is about your garage doors. Now, this sponsored segment is one of the new segments we're going to be doing so that you don't have to listen to it in video, it'll be at the start before the episode. And um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about your garage doors. Your garage doors are happy to sponsor the Batball Podcast. They supply, install and maintain all forms of domestic garage doors. And even better, they offer free quotation service and have a showroom available in Long Eaton. Perfect for all my people living in uh, Nottingham, living local. Uh, I will leave there. Uh, if you want to get in contact with them, you can either message me, Jay Martin, on Facebook and I'll give you theirs. Or you can call 0800 772 So you can call them on that 0800 772 So get in contact with your garage doors, guys. And uh, I'll speak to you very soon. Enjoy the episode. Go. Hello there, everybody. Jamie here from the Batball Podcast. And today for episode 30, I've got Jeannie here from Beeston Street Art. But before I kind of mention Jeannie, I'm just wanting to talk to you about my sponsor. Email and number were mentioned before in the sponsor segment. Drop them an email or a call if you're interested in their services. But without further ado, episode 30. Welcome, Jeannie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm really, really excited for this interview. I'm excited to talk to you. And uh, most of all, we're excited to talk about today's sort of, I'd say main focus, um, Beast and Showcase. But before I kind of get to that, we mentioned and we spoke to Jeannie before about her music and a bit about you as well um, in a, an episode beforehand, which you can find on Spotify, Anchor, wherever you find your podcasts and hopefully soon YouTube. So if you want to kind of get to know Jeannie a bit more before this episode, you can go and listen to that beforehand. But yeah, so you've been wanting to do, I'm guessing you've been wanting to do Beast in Showcase for a while, like something similar to that, would you say? Well, I, we got the idea because the Beast and Civic Society, who um, I'm on the committee, actually, that they invited me to join after doing all the street heart bits and bobs. And they had access to a uh, empty shop on the high road, which was formerly Thornton's mm. uh, for about six months that CP Walkers um, agreed to let them use that space as a pop up shop. And they hosted different things in there like uh, Beeston Film Festival. Um, I think the Nottinghamshire Wildlife Trust also uh, had it for a few weeks and were selling bird boxes and things in there. It was really cute. Um, obviously, the, the Beast and Civic Society was in there. There was the Beastonian magazine. They displayed their I Am Beaston project. And yeah, the blue plaques and, and a, a variety of local kind of societies and collectives used the space until it was relet. So um, the idea came from there. And uh, when we found out that Argos was going and they vacated the building on the 30th of December, um, sadly, you know, <laughs> so we, we just thought between us, um, between, you know, us in the civic society and various other um, community groups and so on, and people within Beeston Street Art, that it would just be, you know, a, a really sad loss for the square and for the whole high street for that space to remain empty and dead mm. until a new commercial tenant is found. So we approached the council because obviously organizing the murals on station road for the council we already had the contacts and said look can we um get in there and make it look lived in even if it's not open as such 
like dress the windows and put something of interest on display until you find another commercial tenant. And thankfully, they just thought it was a great idea and have said yes. So what kind of benefit will this bring to the high street and also kind of Beeston as a whole and its image? Well, I guess it's an extension of the Beeston Street Art because it's about creating attractions because um, now people go out shopping uh, even less than they used to in a physical capacity um, than prior to the pandemic. So, you know, the pandemic has sped up uh, people's reliance or uh, their, their favoritism towards internet shopping tenfold, probably, you know, it's sped it up out of proportion now you know people will much rather obviously for fear of getting the virus on top of everything else not go to shops and um so yeah we're we're swimming against the tide a bit but i think with people still wanting to get out of their houses and take their daily exercise and hopefully pick up a takeaway coffee or whatever they feel that they need to get while they're on their travels mm. if people have something to go and see and something to go and do and a change of scenery that's kind of vibrant and interesting to them then it should still attract people and footfall to the high street obviously a safe amount <laughs> not, not like too much <laughs> crowds or something, of although, in the all in good time all in good time yeah mm. um so yeah this is just an extension of that idea of creating attractions on the high street and things of interest that will draw people to use the space and for you know shops hopefully to benefit so from my understanding it's creating experiences and people will enjoy those experiences and then you know, we'll go, oh, okay, well, I've enjoyed looking at the art today. I'm going to go to Hallam's um, to go and get some fruit, which I do frequently, or I'm going to go to, I know, Happy Days, and I'm going to go and get some cool clothing and stuff. Is that like kind of what you're trying to do? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, obviously, there's a limited amount, limited amount of shops that are open, but yeah. we hope, yeah, particularly Hallam's, obviously, you know, the independent stores that n need more help, really, than the, than the huge chains. Um, yeah, we hope that the footfall will benefit everyone, really. Um, so, yeah, just creating attractions, interest, vibrancy, um, things to see, things to do. And it's, and it's important to note that, well, when are you planning to actually, like, get this up and running, Beast and Showcase? Like, when do you think it will actually um, showcase some of the things that we've got on offer in Beast and Talent-wise? Okay, well, the council, um, since the 30th of December, when Argos left, have been carrying out what's called the lapidation survey. Mm. Um, so they have to, you know, when, when a tenant leaves, I, I suppose it's the same as, you know, when you rent somewhere, like, to live, um, they have, they've got the deposit and whatever damage, you know, they have to kind of measure up what money they're going to keep and so on and so forth. So that's the process that's happening right now. And hopefully within a week or so, um, they will have completed that. So then they're going to let us in. I, I'm not going to have the keys as such, but the maintenance manager um, for Brockstow will let us in and out as required and they've said that they're going to um, put the lights on a timer for us and leave the shutters open so we can create these window displays and dress the 10 windows that are there 
and windows um to to give people something to yeah something to enjoy and to read and to browse <laughs> mm. yeah it's definitely a good idea because i think a lot of people will pass that sort of area as they come off the tram um because obviously there is no through way of getting to tesco at the moment as of you know the i don't know if that's changed changing it will change yeah but they have to go through that way and on their way there they will see the amazing stuff we've got there so could you name me three of the people who will be showcasing their stuff at the beast and showcase okay well um the, the individuals that i mentioned that were in the uh thornton shop before mm -hmm. uh the attenborough nature reserve you know nottingham watcher wildlife trust uh the beastonian uh, publication with diane beast and uh, you guys your your new venture ng9 news you're going to have a little display aren't you can't wait um there's going to be uh, lots of creative individuals as well i'm one of those so mm. i'm a musician obviously well we spoke about that on the previous podcast didn't we mm. that um i sing and play piano and run a function band and write music and so on and so forth so yeah, Jeannie Barton Music is going to have a little music stand with my CDs and where to listen online to my music. Um, yeah, there's, there's photographers, there's uh, oh, artists galore, just like individuals, collectives, societies, all are going to have a presence. I think we're going to have too much to display, to be honest. Mm. So probably, I mean, it is a big room. So and we'll have to work yeah, how to make things visible, but hopefully, you know, if there's too much to fit all in the windows at once, then maybe every three weeks or so we can do a little rotation, <laughs> mm. give everyone a bit of the limelight kind of thing. I was going to say, because obviously some people have inquired on the NG9 News email, have emailed us and kind of gone, okay, can we do this here? And then obviously on the Beast and Showcase group on Facebook, which you can join, which has like over 250 members, loads of people applying and showing off the great work. In fact, I actually saw one. And I can't remember the name of it. And it was actually a lady that makes dog clothing. I thought it was so cool. Oh, I, yes. I've, I've got her details. I forget the name of the company. I know that she does um, uh, a little uh, kind of stall in the Bartons, um, the garage Chilwell. Yeah. And and I've seen the kind of model the dog wearing the little coat and stuff. It's really cute. It's so <laughs> so cool. I think, yeah, we might have a model dog. <laughs> I, I, great idea. Great idea. I mean, why yeah. not? Obviously, we've got to be careful because of restrictions and whatnot. But in terms of restrictions, coming out of restrictions, which I'm really hoping will be soon, um, but as soon as it's safe. When what do you think we could have like a walk in exhibition, if you like? Yeah, I mean, th there is the possibility um, of using it as a pop up space going forward. Uh, that would require um a temporary lease to be signed which the council have said in a similar similar capacity to the thornton shop when cp walkers let the civic society use the space um that it would be you know rent free and that they would cover uh you know the electricity and and so on for, for the period which is really lovely um so yeah we'll just have to abide by um you know whatever kind of restrictions a one-way system hand sanitizer face space whatever you know yeah. hands face face that's, that's it, it. It? you know those kind of things um but yeah and there's so many uh creative individuals like jewelers and uh, people who do ceramics uh, and all kinds of things who could potentially have a stall in there um it, it's all anything's possible we just have to 
you know, work within the restrictions of obviously what the council are prepared to let us do and what the, you know, health and safety measures at the time are. Hmm. Ambition and passion is what Beeson Showcase is going to be full of. And hopefully, you know, let's hope Boris gives us some good news for once um, that we might be able to, you know, have a walk in um, sort of, you know, area where people can visit and sort of understand the talent that we have to offer here in Beeston. And another thing I want to talk about, which in the last few weeks has been slightly controversial, as I know we put out something on the news that, uh, you know, Beeston street art, love it or hate it, right? And I would say actually a huge majority <laughs> got a really actually got quite a positive result. And you mentioned that you did polls on the Beeston updated, the big Beeston groups, and actually 89% of people loved the work that you're doing so it's a kind of a, t a tough question but like what what is it like knowing that the majority of people enjoy it? what what would you say to the 11 percent that don't enjoy the work that you do at beeson street art oh it's difficult isn't it you can't mm. please everyone that's no. just impossible in your life <laughs> um Obviously, the motivation for Beeston Street Art is the same as the motivation for the Beeston Showcase. It's to show the wider community um, and people passing through and so on what a cool place Beeston is and why they should invest here and why they should, you know, make their home here and all the things that are positive for our town Um just attractions, basically, because mm. the high street, obviously, for a long time has... Um, has been losing the war with internet shopping because of the convenience aspect of, you know, especially in a pandemic, not having to go out and <laughs> being mm. safe and so on. So we're trying to bring people to the area and to help local businesses and the community and everyone who's uh, got things to offer around here. So I would hope, well, I know for a fact, actually, funnily enough, um, the person within Broxtow who uh, we had to deal with or do deal with when it comes to the street art and organizing those murals is the same person who who is now enabling us to use the Argos block um, a chap really lovely guy called John Delaney who's now the asset manager for Broxtow and he was one of the 11 percent he really did not like the idea of art on walls um, he just likes plain bricks, you know, like even if they're ugly bricks, which these walls, you know, on Station Road were terribly ugly. But mm. um, yeah, he, he was not uh, someone who naturally wanted to go in this direction. But he's now, um, he, bless him, he said to me last week, he said, well done you. Well, not just me, you know, the group Beast and Street Art, because he was realizing and, and he well he was seeing the, the factual evidence that people who want to um invest and, and rent the units underneath the cinema are specifically saying to him and his team that what's attracting to them to the area is the artworks and mm. the obvious exciting community vibrancy uh youthful culture blah 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 of what obviously these artworks feel they feel it represents and that's you know what we were going for um so yeah the, the life that we've brought to the town through these artworks is translating directly into investors interest and hopefully yeah i mean it's not even hopefully definitely is um benefiting 
the town as a whole. So um, yeah, I hope that even if the 11% um, are you know personally repulsed by these artworks, I hope they can find something. There's like over 30 artworks out there now. Um, I hope they can find something that they enjoy out of those 30. And even if they can't, they should recognize that what we're doing is helping the town and businesses and individuals within the town. Hmm. I was going to say, I don't know how anybody couldn't like the murals that were done because um, I really, really like them. I think they would be my favorite. So, but yeah, as I say, it, you know, it isn't everybody's cup of tea. It's not obviously the news that I can imagine you'd want to hear. You know, you kind of want everybody to kind of enjoy the work that people are doing. But, you know, as I say, <laughs> there's that 11% that, and I, and I think that number will actually be lower now because I do think that with more art being incorporated into Beeston, I think people will, will start to like it more. And I've definitely started to like it even more than previous because obviously, you know, the high amount of work. Uh, the I think people need to recognise that the high street is going through a major evolution. It was mm -hmm. even before the pandemic. And what we have to offer is experiences and Instagram opportunities and things like that, mm -hmm. that will bring people out of their rooms and bring them into the streets. And uh, even there was a Nottingham Post article that was, uh, I had nothing to do with this. I was so delighted when someone shared it with me one morning last week that named Beeston as the number one place to visit in Nottinghamshire mm -hmm. when uh, the lockdown is lifted because of our because we have some of the best contemporary art of our age or something was the quote mm. and I just thought oh my god that's actually really amazing that's actually that's what we wanted and and we've got it you know this this publicity this uh, buzz this yeah there's a whole buzz around it and yeah high streets are just they, they need every single bit of help they can get and hopefully and definitely like I say the, the art is is something that's you know like a, a kind of defibrillator mm. <laughs> for the dead high street definitely and as well although you see the negatives of absolutely everything as you switch your phone on and uh, you know and you kind of look and you go okay i'm going to turn it off now i'm feeling negative already <laughs> a lot of investment not just post covid but actually during the pandemic is going on with the cinema coming coming up mm. and hopefully being able to open in june or you know whenever it is due to release and and as you say, the artwork is pushing people to like Beeston more. And if it is going to be the number one place for people to come in, you know, after lockdown, this is going to be great, not just for businesses, but also for like the, the kind of the feeling about Beeston, what people think about Beeston will dramatically be more positive. So it is important to be optimistic about the future of Beeston and especially post COVID, because obviously it does feel years away, but I think we are kind of, I'd say near the end stage. In this country, we're kind of coming towards the end stages, possibly. I'm no scientist, but I think this is really, really positive news. So yeah, well done to Beeston Street Art and the team. And, you know, fingers crossed, we have even more investment coming through and hopefully that'll be because of you guys doing that. So. No, I don't think it can hurt. So far, so good, according yeah. to the people who are spending the money. <laughs> if I actually, that's the next question. A lot. I saw a few people moan that the money is it's a waste of money it's not a waste that of always, like public money that always it? makes me grin because um the vast majority of the money was a fund that was ring fenced for art mm. so if we didn't spend it um it had to go back to henry boot plc so literally not 
putting art on the station road walls would have been a waste of money because that money would have never been invested in Beeston. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not none of the money has been taken from any other um, possible, you know, uh, uh, destination that it could go. All of it has been private funds. Like for instance, Beeston Nursery paid for their own mural. Hallam's paid for their own mural. Um, the star paid for their own artwork. You know, a, a lot of the sponsors are actually people who just bought the artwork for themselves when we put them in touch with uh, the artists. So they just thought it was a great thing, a, a great kind of community um, exercise and, and wanted to be part of it. Um, so yeah, they, they wouldn't have, have done it if, if it had not been you know, offered as an opportunity. Uh, and, and I know that all these people, you know, they, they invest in other things in the community as well. Like Hallam's is very famous for supporting the rugby club. And, um, oh, and they, they've done a lot of help during the pandemic, haven't they? Alongside Barton's as well. They were putting up, you know, the food packages for everyone. And everyone's really just like got together. It's a great community. I mean, I lived in London for such a long time and I was only back here, you know, in the last five, six years. And it's a phenomenal community around here. People really are proactive. It's an amazing place, not least yourself. You're only a young young lad, relatively speaking. Um, but yeah, like, like this boy that you've introduced me to called Alex, who's a DJ and he wants mm. to start the Beast and Block Party and stuff. I love it. I love all of this. Like, I, I'm not the only person who's proactive. I'm just one of, you know, hundreds around here who are doing great things for the whole area. And, you know, like the representation in terms of the art and the publicity that we collectively get for the things we do. These are all the things that attract investment. And, you know, it just it helps us all go from strength to strength, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, most definitely. And I think we've just got a kind of we've got to find creative ways to make Beeston the most desirable place to be and and keep it on that top spot as well. And I don't want it just to be the top spot in Nottinghamshire, top spot nationally, nationally. <laughs> we've got to have ambitions, right? You know, well, it's funny though, because the Nottingham project got in touch with me last year because mm. they want to host artworks um, like large scale murals in Nottingham because they've been like um, Greg Nugent. He just lives on the next road from me, apparently. Um, and he was saying, we've all been saying, how come Beeston's getting it right? Nottingham should be like Beeston. So essentially, and I know my brother has said the same, oh, I think that Nottingham might be a suburb of Beeston, not the other way around. <laughs> anyway, no, there's no reason why we shouldn't be the trailblazers for all these ideas. Definitely. In fact, we're going to switch it up from nationally to internationally now. So there you go. <laughs> That's, yeah. But, but yeah, definitely. We need to lead the way um, because obviously... It isn't just our high street suffering, it's all around. And you kind of want to inspire other people to get involved and kind of do what you're doing, you know, and kind of get people to branch out and get involved in new projects. And I think this podcast, for example, was kind of something I enjoy. And we do try to show off the best of Beeston, um, you know, and we've, we're currently interviewing businesses around Beeston. We've had a few months off that, uh, mainly because I can't use the studio anymore. Um, but you know, with the introduction of Zoom, which I rarely use, we can do that. But <laughs> we'll have to wait and see what the future beholds. But I'm very, very enthusiastic and positive that 
the future of Beeston will be very good. And in terms of future projects, you know, I'm guessing you're not stopping anytime soon. No, there's plenty in the pipeline. There's something I would love to tell you about, but I'm just going to hold off because I've got a meeting this coming week. But hopefully there'll be an announcement of another extension of um, Beeston Street Art uh, within the month, fingers crossed. Um, what we are doing though is that I already um, got permission for, from BT Openreach and Virgin to paint the uh, telephone utility boxes around town. Mm. And they're so supportive. There's like the projects on the continent, it's quite big, isn't it? You know, these utility boxes, like little canvases get used. So um, a lot of local artists now, um, they've had artworks cleared to paint around Beeston on these utility boxes. So that'll be a, a little splash of color for people as well. Um, so expect that within the next month or so. And uh, yeah, we, we've just got more and more ideas to hopefully inject more life into the region and keep people smiling as they walk around. I was going to say, please, I was going to say, please paint them camouflage. Um, but <laughs> I don't want to be knocked off my bike when I'm cycling. So <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, I'd agree little canvases i think it's a good idea is this something that you've wanted to do for a while or is it recently sprung into your head to do that like what's the well the the, the group we have on facebook the beast and street art group people share in there all the time like little ideas and so on and people have been saying for a while you know there's pictures of brighton and sheffield and spain and various areas you know on the continent as well where they do these little canvases and they can be really very witty and um you know kind of very very poignant like just mini canvases basically rather than a whole wall or a whole building you know it's just a little splash of color a little chuckle to to give people so um i thought i wonder how people get permission for that because obviously everything we've done has been with you know freeholders permission and owners permission mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so we, we we found the right people half of the battle is always just finding the right person to ask <laughs> like, mm. that can take a really long time but I'm, I'm getting quite good at it now because mm. <laughs> i'm a terrible nag i think that's kind of how <laughs> i get things done <laughs> once i get a bee in my bonnet i'm like okay let's do this <laughs> let's do it you've got to have that drive that passion to do what you do you know and that's important, you know, if, if and I think as well, not just in terms of art, but creativity, if there's anything that, because obviously we're all stuck at home, you know, uh, I know we're all sick of home learning, uh, not just the children, but the parents as well. Um, <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> yeah. And that's a completely different podcast right there. But you've got to kind of get yourself doing something, get do something creative, you know, and maybe it's joining a, a local news organization or or maybe you know it is getting involved with beast and street art or you know just do something cool try and stay positive and hopefully this positive uh, this positive this podcast has made you positive and happy and kind of wanting to get to know more about the beast and showcase so thank you for joining me today um if you can hey, keep me posted about what's going on with the beast and showcase group so i can tell people or they can head over to the Beast in Showcase group on Facebook and, you know, all updates will be published on there. And then, yeah, that'd be great to have you on again soon. Talk a little bit about who's going to be in there um, and then kind of a bit more details on, you know, 
how well, maybe when, when we're allowed you should come and look at the windows and i can talk people through what we're looking at <laughs> the, i will definitely do that i think the furthest i've been walking would be uh probably co-op on queen's road so um <laughs> yeah so yeah I'll, yeah definitely i'll come and have a look so <laughs> can't wait it's going to be really really exciting um thank you all for listening that was episode 30 there with Jeannie barton um and yeah thank you all for listening don't forget to share it and i hope you enjoyed the episode thank you goodbye <laughs>